Good morning, people. Tremendous. Uh, buenos dias, buenos tardes, buenos noches. Uh, this is your host, Elliot Rovetti, coming at you through your ears on the Tremendous Podcast. Uh, as you guys know, we have Tommy Hiatus, Tommy Two-Time. Tommy Talent has had to take a little bit of a break, a little uh, hiatus. So this is going to be the Tremendous Podcast, Tommy Hiatus edition. Um, and in the time being, like, you know, I'm, I'm going to be trying to hold this podcast together by myself. I'm going to be trying to, it's going to be like Spider-Man where he's holding the train on the tracks by holding two palms of uh, web on either side and, and behind him is just a full fucking carriage of people and uh, he's trying to stop it from going off the edge. That's me. I'm trying to stop it from going off the edge. So to stop it going off the edge, to help come and help me keep this train on the tracks, I'm going to be bringing in some of my uh, funniest friends, some of my most entertaining pals, the people that I talk to most on the phone and leave voicemails for that you people enjoy on this podcast. Um, so we're going to keep this train rolling. We're going to keep these sultry tones burning and the tremendous podcast popping. I uh, hope you guys enjoy what we've got ready for you and uh, check it out. with your trusty host Elliot Rovetti and today we have in musical guest what you come what's coming through your ears right now Otis complains James on the mic Otis say hello to the people the ding is in the house baby oh my goodness and we is, made it this is an under unreleased track so far Otis have you got a name for this track it's called roses roses by Otis James guys you can check out his music on Spotify he's our house DJ he takes care of the music for the tremendous <laughs> podcast and he sues your souls today I think I devote more of my time to the podcast than you oh yeah what is in uh, as a fan I can't stop thinking about it. I'm like how do I make the perfect intro song for you guys <laughs> it, it won't work <laughs> and uh, I still haven't Made it. We're still trying to get you in the uh, in the studio with uh, Terence Moldana yeah. and Bastion Semigold, uh, international artists who uh, have taken a liking to the tremendous podcast with Tommy Talent and uh, Elliot EJ Rovetti. Um, but we'll see how they feel about Otis James. I mean, I think that you might have a little connection there uh, being a musician. Those guys are flaky, man. I've been trying to get a hold of them. Flaky or too busy? Mm, for me? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Otis, uh, this is uh, this is uh, an interesting sort of uh, occurrence. I mean, you are yeah. you are a fan of the podcast, is that correct? Friend of the podcast, Fa friend and uh, <laughs> devote fan of the podcast. No, I am. I'm actually a fan of the podcast. And uh, we've uh, we've we actually grew up together. We we went to high school together, uh, and we've known each other since year seven. Yeah, we haven't always liked each other though. It's been touch and go. It has been. Even uh, even when we think... Still we to this day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're in a business together, which is perfect. Yeah, um, friends you, having a business. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, th I feel like you want to have a little bit of hate um, for the person in your business. It helps you mm. uh, rip them off a little bit easier. You know what I mean? That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> when, when you see that uh, I've got money being shipped off to Argentina, uh, you're going to realize that... Uh, I've been ripping you off. Oh, dude. <laughs> I've realized that it's like when it's good, 
it's good. Everything's fine. You're like being in a business with your friend isn't so hard. But then as soon as there's one little complication and you're arguing with each other, you're like, this is tough. There was this morning where you called me with like an issue. You can't uh, handle the issues, huh? I can handle the issues. It's just when you can't. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, hey, man, this is a problem you can solve. I know it's annoying, but uh, I am not going to be able to offer you anything other than so emotional support sort of thing. So uh, here's the thing. And I don't know if we should air out this dirty laundry 20 seconds into recording a podcast. Yeah. But I had zero experience doing domestic cleaning. That's right. Zero. You had all the experience, but Which then is when why I you should be listening to me. Then when I turn around and ask you something, <laughs> you you couldn't be more unhelpful and angry <laughs> towards you. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. Well, I, <laughs> I need your advice, and you're like, What do you want, dude? Figure it out. I'm like, <laughs> All right, dude. It's your business as well. Just so you know. <laughs> and then I'll get, and then the, the the reviews come in. I'm like, Otis, what is this about? <laughs> what is this? Uh, no, no, no. Okay, so Otis, you were both in the domestic uh, cleaning industry, and you pointed out that I had all the experience in the domestic uh, cleaning industry, but I got you into, uh, I, I cursed you, I guess, with the cleaning industry. Yeah, I, I, you brought me into this. That's right. So there's a company, we might actually have to bleep this out. Uh, the It's called, uh, you know what? Let's just call it Tremendous and, uh, us, yeah. and so uh, I was doing a job there. It's basically contracts where you clean schools. I was a janitor, essentially. Um, but I would get out of there before... You were exactly a janitor. Yep. <laughs> I was custodian. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, but I would get out of there before the kids got there. So um, I would be there like before the sun came up. And then like I, I was specifically a window cleaner. So Welcome clean, to my life. Windows. And I figured out that you can basically... It's like a no-show job, basically. You can go there, put your name down on the... Uh, roster and then walk right back out the door and it's a roll it's just, you roll the dice maybe the uh, supervisor might show up and you might have to rush back to the yeah. school uh, but you can actually get paid for a full shift without having shown up and, and I have done that multiple times so then multiple I was telling times. Otis about this and he was like you got to get me in with this yeah. with this job so I got him in and uh, we quickly uh, referred to it as the breeze the breeze when you breeze in and out of a job as and soon as possible we'd call each other at the crack of dawn and being like what's your breeze level today and he's like I'm breezing I'm breezing and <laughs> every time I breezed out I'd be like I just breezed out of there <laughs> oh and then sometimes God. you get caught so Otis uh, fondly named Holy our supervisor uh, the troll <laughs> the troll oh my god and so we had uh, we had this we had the troll and uh, if she came to your school and she found out, uh, she, well, as we, 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 we aptly named it, the troll path. If she was on the troll path, uh, you'd call the other individual and be like, hey, the troll is on the troll path. You've got to get to the school. Yeah, dot your I's, cross your T's. Yeah, get, uh, know, know the uh, anti-hexes for, uh, for, the, for the trolls. Um, but we'd basically have, uh, we'd give each other heads up and we'd start, um, I don't know, uh, ripping off this company. <laughs> oh my God, I have so many stupid stories. Countless amounts of stupid stories of me doing just ridiculous childish shit. Can I say that at, uh, would, would at you, my job? Would you say that you've um have you fallen asleep at the job? Oh, many times. <laughs> Should I? I feel so embarrassed to list the things out, and I feel very uncomfortable doing it while I am still employed <laughs> for this for said company. We, we'll, well, maybe I can just rattle off a couple we'll, straight we'll, off the dome. We'll censor. Um, we'll censor the name of it. We're not going to say the name of the company. We'll stop saying it as of now. But I feel okay. like it helps tell the story when you do actually say the real yeah, um, name of the individual or the institution. So sort of the thing. name of the troll. We <laughs> name and shamed her. <laughs> she um, doesn't know. About so let's just off the top of the brain. I've worked out in the school <laughs> <laughs> many times. Um, practice piano. 
had a sleep, smoked a joint. <laughs> <laughs> you just go to the uh, the learning all before the sun's <laughs> risen. Let me, let me say, <laughs> you just go to the lear- learning development classroom and oh smoke a, smoke God. it out with weed, and they're like, "Why does it smell like marijuana?" <laughs> I only did that once, and this is maybe illegal, so I'm also very hesitant <laughs> to bring this up. I've left and snuck back in many times when the manager has turned up. Oh man, it's the best because then you just you you set up like uh you set up an entrance point that they're not aware of so yeah, that you can I have sneak one. in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like whether it be like emergency staircase or something and then you can just make it look like um, you didn't answer your phone but have just been in the school mm-hmm, the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I live right next to the school. Mm-hmm. I moved mm. so I could be conveniently <laughs> located. So I'm always doing stupid shit where I'm at the house and I just look at my housemates. I'm like, I gotta go and sprint <laughs> up the hill. My housemate um, Dylan was like, Dude, it's like something out of a super bad movie. Like oh you're doing God. this stupid shit. You're sneaking in and out all the time. There's actually uh we man for, I for have sure. gotten so close to being caught. I remember I rocked up there. The moment I get there, I see a car pull out the front. Yeah. And I see it and I'm just like, I had literally just gotten there an hour and a half late and I just start running through the school. That's early for you. I know. <laughs> it was 7 a.m. <laughs> and I start running through the school and just try to do as much cleaning as possible and i meet her coming in and she's like otis i have another job for you i'll take over this and i'm like i can't let her know how little i've done so i'm like don't worry i've got this and i'll do the next one i'm almost finished here no worries she's like walking away like he's the best you know he does everything <laughs> meanwhile i'm sweating bullets <laughs> there is a bit of a payoff where it's like uh it, it, if you, you are getting this money for doing nothing, but also the stress that it can oh, yeah. cause where you're like, I've got to run back now. It can, it, it almost, it, you, it's like a full-time job in stress oh, as well. Oh man. And it's like, you finished the job. Say you breeze out an hour and a half early. You're stressing for the next hour and a half. Every time my phone would ring, I would get like, a, I could feel the stress Ooh. hormones like through my body. I would, uh, I would have that as well, but then I eventually just turned it off. I would just be like, you know what? I don't give a fuck about this job yeah. anyway. And uh, the more blase that I got, the more sort of uh, confused that they were. They were just like, I guess, I mean, he should feel guilt. I just caught him red handed mm-hmm. and uh, he's not doing the, he's not going through the normal motions of being caught. I, I guess nothing really happened here. Yeah, <laughs> you kind of fucking uh, pulled the wool over their eyes or whatever. He just confused the shit. <laughs> be like, did I just watch you walk in? I'm like, maybe. What's that on your shoe? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I was the same, but the more blase I got, the more I realized how good the job was. Yeah. Like the more I breezed it, the more I didn't want to lose it because it was such a good thing. Yeah, I know. And then you ended up uh, running the company. It's such, I always, <laughs> running it to the going to the ground. <laughs> but I always say it's the best, worst job I've ever had because the actual job itself is humiliating, soul yeah. destroying. <laughs> You're emptying bins and cleaning up after people. It's the worst, but there's so many good things about it. Like you're there on your own. You can come and go whenever you please. We talk about um, you happen to know a girl that we both grew up with in not in, not oh, didn't go to our no. high school, but was in like peripheral sort of high schools, mm, and we knew, you knew them. Her, you knew her better than I did, and uh, and and she, she happens to teach at one of the schools. Oh my god! I felt <laughs> like she saw my alter ego. <laughs> she saw behind the veil. I didn't want anyone knowing that I did that shit, and I saw her, and like I know her reasonably well. I didn't talk to her for maybe seven months <laughs> before, <laughs> Where, she, before she said, Hey Otis, can you empty these bins? And I was like, <laughs> and I just got out of it. I was so embarrassed. I just kind of fucked it. I wanted to apologize to her, but like, look, I'm sorry. I didn't talk to you, but I'm ashamed of this fucking job. <laughs> Thank you.
time it is. It's tremendous. Again, on the same day I've recorded a podcast. So three times, two, two, two of the same podcast, one separate. And here it is again for you with Otis James coming in again from one of his original tracks, Far From You, available on Spotify. Also, uh, Spotify also featuring uh, Sydney artist Versailles. She's a very talented young lady. Check out their music here with Elliot Rovetti, your trusty host, is my uh, proxy co-host, my Tommy uh, hiatus replacement at the moment. The interview that is happening right now, Mr. Sam Menzies. Cousin Tremendous. Cousin Tremendous, that's right. <laughs> What's with Tommy Timeouts? Tommy Timeouts, Tommy Hiatus is, uh, he's busy with his, um, you know, his career, the thing that actually helps him pay the bills. And uh, the people tremendous are very disappointed. I mean, the, for their lack of reaching out, you know what I mean? They're, 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 they're sad, but they won't let us know about it. Tommy sick days. Tommy sick days. Tommy, uh, Tommy takes too long. Um, no, Tom, Tommy uh, absent. I just saw him today, actually. We just recorded the first episode of the Sore Legs podcast feature. Uh, the host is uh, Anthony Sore Legs Skinner. We talk about him on the, uh, on the podcast. He's sort of like the Donald Trump of the Sydney comedy scene. <laughs> Remarkably accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But- uh, it's usually it's just in in that um, he uh, loves Mexican food. He, he does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the podcast is called Sore Legs. Sore Legs. So it's because he's uh, he's running this town. Isn't that kind of an inside joke? Um, it, it, until it's not. Until <laughs> until you make it the title of your podcast, and then it becomes an outside joke. So uh, it was just the three of you. It was just the three of us. Um, I was a little bit. Uh, man, the studio is fucking unbelievable. It's like the best best studio I've seen. It's um. Red leather couches with some great like vinyls behind you. He's got three cameras, a bunch of mics and stuff like that. So it's a whole bunch of production filming a whole bunch of nothing. <laughs> no, I mean, no, for now, for now, and now we're building it up. We're going to be crossing over. The idea is that we constantly have you know uh, fellow hack packers, which is actually um, in we're in the presence of a fellow hack packer, uh, a young Jedi, uh, Sam Menzies, right now. And uh, yeah, so the idea is that we just basically rotate those people through the podcast and get to know them, get to. Feel out the people that support the brothers tremendous. Get to know the people tremendous uh, with the people tremendous. Is the idea that uh, uh, Anthony Skinner is going to be able to use his platform to get us further out and introduce us to the people that... I mean, he already has an enormous following. Something like 4,000 people are following him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think his idea is to just coattail every single comedian until one of them pops. You know what I mean? It's, it's like going to uh, junior junior athletic games and uh, giving kids contracts in the hopes that they uh, they stick with it. He's just picking them all up. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's good news. Dude, this, I, this room is not what I expected for uh, your podcast studio. I mean, I've never seen where you guys record. Mm, no one has. It's no. um, it's an undisclosed location live from the lab. It's quite the secret. It is. It's, uh, it's a nice little nook though, right? People don't know this. And I mean, I, I guess it's only really Tom that knows. Before, podca- before the recording, you're calm, you're quiet, you're focused, you're you're vested and you know that you're about to turn on the mic. Mm. And then you turn on the mic, the song plays, and the next thing I've got a woo coming <laughs> through both headphones. Like, you just change. Yeah, I know. I think I've heard that before. Tom said that and um, Otis James actually said that earlier today. I don't know when it, how to take that. I don't know if I, like, cause I'm, I'm usually, I'm myself on Dr. here. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Rivetti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just <laughs> turned up to 11, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm also, I'm conscious that I have to put this out on a weekly basis, be judged on it. And so I've got to be, you know, keep Keeping, keeping the ball rolling, kicking the can down the road, if you will. And I don't always do that. Sometimes I kick it down the gutter and then I try and lift the grate and I throw out my back and, uh, and, and the podcast gets posted and, and uh, you know, I got, I got hurt feelings and it's all back. Yeah. Oh, speaking of hurt feelings, this is the worst fucking coffee anyone's ever made me. Are you serious? This is a terrible coffee. What? Let me sit this. I'm drinking beer, but let me just... It's... See? 
Disappointment, right? That's a fucking great coffee. You know what your problem is, pal? It tastes like fucking motor oil and cigarettes. Did you want sugar? No, 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 it's fine. Are you a sugar guy in your coffee? I'm a one sugar guy. That's but, the problem. But that's you a, don't like coffee, but I have you a like a coffee. sugary drink. <laughs> Just order a mocha, you dickhead. Get a dickhead. hot milkshake, pussy. Yeah, you're an eight-year-old. Eight you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I did grow up on um, coffee in the States. Like, even as, as, like, I think as young as 10, I was drinking caramel macchiatos at, at Starbucks. Oh like, my, my stepdad used to buy them for me at the airport. You, you, you strike me as the kind of guy that walks around with a coffee cup that's full of slushy. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be a, a two-sugar guy or a caramel syrup guy. Like, I've done, oh. I've done all that crap. You don't like coffee, Sam. That's the problem. That's no, why no, you don't like what I've made you here. It's because it's coffee. I'm trying, okay, but, I, but I'm, I'm giving you my utmost respect. Well, I, will, I will point this out. Sam is not a big drinker and he didn't break that rule for me today. I am drinking V, V in my uh, stolen schooner glass that I stole from I um, a venue. Uh, do you want a beer? Can uh, I pour you a beer? I'd prefer it to this coffee. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a break in a minute um, to pour Sam a beer. But let me just quickly check in, Sam. How are you doing today? How's the week treating you? No, I'm good. I'm super. I got a lot of work done this week. I had some fucking rotten weather. Uh, I work at the airport. It's not very exciting. Mm. Uh, then I went to Queensland Thursday, Friday. Uh, just a bit bit more work. Mm -hmm. and, and now sweet freedom today. A couple of my weekend plans cleared out. A lot of people uh, with this uh, COVID, what do you call it? It's, it's not a lockdown, yeah. is it? It's like restrictions are being reintroduced. Yeah, 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 yeah. With that happening, a lot of plans got waived and canned and uh, and some people are reprioritizing seeing their mother for Mother's Day. So yeah, dude, straight my, up. My, my weekend opened up. When you called me to see if I wanted to come over, I was... 400 meters away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I think I sensed it. I was, um, I was finishing this podcast and I was like, let me hustle Sam. I know he's a big, uh, he's big on being uh, plans and being punctual and everything. Let me call him out of the blue. <laughs> See how that works. It's worked to treat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we going to give them an ad? Uh, we already, break? Yeah, we'll give him an ad in the break and stuff like that. Uh, I'll probably pay. I'll probably, you know, I'll probably, probably play it straight from the phone um, once we're leaving, kind of thing. I'll try and do it as smoothly as possible. Like right now, I'm pretending that uh, I'm, I'm completely paying attention to this when really I'm looking for the ad just in case. Uh, okay, so I got that ready for, <laughs> for now. Um, I marvel at your freestyling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Got to just you got to you got to yeah. No one else does, Sam. <laughs> we're all. Does Tom multitask when he's here? Yeah, I mean, he does his thing. He yep. does. I mean, what what does Tom really do? Does you the know? board usually <laughs> face towards you? No, this is actually a new thing. So Tom is a guy that controls the um, soundboard. He actually taught me how to do it in lieu of uh, of him being here. So uh, I'm getting used to it, and all sorts of like you know different little soundtracks, like uh, uh, little little sort of uh, notes and noises that I can make, like such as or uh, tremendous, just like that. <laughs> I mean, earlier we had Otis wall on the podcast and uh and, you know we were getting that all that popping so it's all good you know maybe we'll have some uh, some reasons to pull it out <laughs> I, I need to hear all those before we're done today <laughs> yeah Definitely. yeah yeah the people don't though so uh sam <laughs> oh i miss him <laughs> so uh freudian yeah yeah it was a real freudian ship so a part of this podcast is uh we got to try and find a replacement for tom we need to find a new co-host for uh the tremendous podcast we need to find someone and fill in Tommy two times shoes and uh, so, so it's 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 Tommy permanent hiatus. I mean, look, I'm 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 calling it a hiatus because I'm trying to give him an opportunity to come back in. But frankly, if we can find someone better than uh, Tommy, farewell. Tommy, re Tommy replacement. Tommy, <laughs> Tommy, see you later. Tommy, ta-da. Um, <laughs> Tommy, ta-ta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what do you think you bring to the Tommy role, Sam Menzies? Oh well, looks, um, looks mostly, <laughs> which of course are, are invaluable on an audio medium. I, I, I uh, uh, look. Stories. I got stories. Uh, I mean, they'll they'll run out. You got to, stories out the wazoo. Yeah. Um. If I'm nothing else, I'm interesting. 
Um, yeah, yeah. I think uh, that's what people say about you. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, <laughs> it's kind of the way how like a, uh, a teacher would give a report to a parent to say, oh, like they're, they're special, they're interesting, which <laughs> really just means I hate your kind of a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, t- look, Sam is engaged with conversation. He just has to stop disrupting everything about my class. <laughs> no, just disrupting or disruptive was written on every progress report yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd ever had ever. That's and it. Probably you too, right? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, no, that was exactly it. My dad would always say, I don't look at the... Um, remember they give you like the scale of like... Uh, fair okay under un, you know yeah. failing this or whatever he'd always just look at the comment from the teacher he'd always just read that kind of thing and be like i'm getting an idea i understand that you're not the, killing it with the uh with the grades uh, there elliot but i just want to know that you're um that you're trying and uh <coughs> there we go double burp <laughs> yeah, <cast>. no tommy <laughs> yeah yeah tommy <laughs> we, we, uh, tommy ball and chain <laughs> yeah all we've got is our legions of fans just to be disappointed <laughs> no but uh i'm pro burp yeah, all the way, Probert. So, what are you bring? So, you're bringing to. So, what was what was it you said you brought to the Tommy role? You're going to be bringing in looks. You're going to be bringing in uh, stories, stories um, yeah. and burps. Got as burps. Well. You got burps out yeah, the. I got burps for days. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right out the colon. Um, <laughs> okay, cool. So that seems like a good little. Uh, you know what? Let's have that beer. Where's that beer? I'm going to get you that beer, and we're going to go out here with just a quick little. Uh, t- Sam has made a bunch of ads for us, and so uh, we're going to be pumping them out through this episode. Enjoy them. This podcast is not brought to you by the tremendous biodegradable anal grater. Are you going to prison? Are you afraid of how your fellow inmates might treat your anus? Sounds like you need the tremendous biodegradable anal grater. Our tremendous surgeons will implant a biodegradable cheese grater into your anus so that anything try to enter becomes Swiss cheese. Won't that turn my shit into Swiss cheese also as it passes out? Not at all, Simple Layman. A basic look at a cheese grater will tell you that one side is sharp, shredding the cheese. Whereas one side is smooth, allowing the shit to pass through as clean as Boccaccini. The tremendous biodegradable anal grater. Listen, Big Frank, I try to tell you, but if you want to fuck me, you're never going to forget it. And we are back. We're back. Thank you for the beer. Anytime. It's actually probably the first time I've ever seen you drink beer. I've had a beer or I've probably had one beer <laughs> a few times at Magic. My dad let me finish the rest of his a couple times. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I'll, usually at night when I leave a gig, I then have to go and drive a truck. Yeah. So that's the other thing. Like you've got to be zero, zero in a truck or maybe 0.2. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Good but call. Also don't drink. It's just not, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure why. Well, let me get get, get a cheers with you. We've got our VBs right get here the with sound. the podcast. Everybody else, I, uh, I hope that you're drinking along. Let us know what you're drinking. Check, uh, Hit us up. Tell us what you're um, ruining your liver with. We want to know. Do you guys intend for this to be listened to on a Friday afternoon with a drink? with or, or whatever day is your Friday day. So if you're knocking off your last day of the week, if you're on shift work or whatever, and your last day of the week is Wednesday at 6 p.m. or fucking 6 a.m., whenever, uh that's what I want you to be twitching on this podcast on the way to the bottle on the way to uh, enjoying your weekend. But you know that you, when you let it out on the Thursday morning, like that's immediately when I listen. I know. And all the people that I know that listen is when they listen. Like, I know. Do your analytics reflect that? 
Um, that has sort of been, I don't even, Tom looks at the analytics. That has been sort of the ref, the verbal sort of um, response that I've gotten from a lot of our fans. But I think that uh, a lot of the people, they just, sort of, I mean, I like to listen to podcasts the moment they come out, but I do like saving stuff. Like if uh, if a podcast Ooh. comes out in the night, uh, just before a day of work or something, I'll, I'll save that until the next day and then it'll make my day just a little bit better kind of thing. I love a podcast save. Yeah, dude. It's like saving a Netflix show or like, you know, a bottle of wine. <laughs> I do so many drives to Queensland that I use it to, to time travel basically. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you put on a great three hour podcast and you, by the time it ends and you snap out of it, you're past coughs. Yeah. Like it, it, there's a trick to it. Fucking earth. Absolutely. There's like a, yeah. I mean, that was a big part of it when I was working like, um, I was uh, recently discussing on the podcast. I was doing private investigating and um, that was a, it was a big part of it was like driving out to, you know, Victoria or something like that and you just have to burn time and that was one of sort of when I was discovering podcasts and um, they really really helped me get through all of that shit you yeah. were driving down to the state of Victoria yeah really yeah that's like a fucking what to the border or to Melbourne to no I'd go to ACT I'd go to like uh you know uh, ACT's what not 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 as far as Victoria like, well I know I know I know but I go to Victoria but I go to ACT what, uh, tailing people yeah, but oh no, but get the fuck out. Oh, I see what you're saying. No, I didn't follow them from Sydney to there. I <laughs> I, I got hired for a job out there. So then they pay for my hotel for a couple of days to stay out there. And then, you know, it's they, they call it like a country job. So you get paid from when you leave your door to when you get back. Did you have, oh, so like a door to door. Yeah. Did you have like binoculars and? Uh, yeah, video camera and stuff. What like other that. equipment did you have? Um, pretty, you know, pretty standard. Like I, I had some binoculars, I rarely use them, but you use um, just a handheld camera with a flip out screen, like a good quality one. So yeah. then you just make sure that um, anytime you see some movement on a property, uh, somebody coming outside, even if it's not the client, you film it, document it, and say, you know, at the, and then in your reports, you reflect that. So at this time, wife came out, no no movement of, no sighting of client. Um, or, no, yeah, no no sighting of uh, of the target or whatever. What yeah. type of people, like, what were the reasons they were being followed most of the time? Um, if insurance fraud. Oh, okay. Insurance fraud. So, like, some guy, like, dodgy is... Uh, he claims he can't work because his leg doesn't work, but then, then you see him doing jumping jacks. Yeah, and they're like doing you. a second job, like, or well, something off the book. So, he's getting two paychecks, like, one for them uh, for the fraud uh, and then one for a job that he's getting off the books because he's working perfectly. I, I remember seeing, like, this... It was either a current affair of 60 Minutes. I would have been maybe 10 years old, and uh, which would have put you, what, negative two or yeah. something. Um, uh, that was this woman who is say, saying that, like, her left arm was fucked. Mm. And then the private investigator had footage of her clearly using her left arm. In fact, only using her left arm. Yeah. The entire, like playing with kids and shit in the front yard. And uh, what it turned out was the guy was filming her in the side view mirror oh, of wow. his truck or a van or whatever. <laughs> so it was looking like she was using her left hand, but she was using her right That's fucking so hand. That's so funny. Uh, I think it's very funny. That is, but that's some amateur shit. Get it together, d detective. <laughs> Did you have a weapon, like pepper spray? Nothing? No, 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 no. Did no. you keep a little, like a little EJ persuader under the under the seat or something? No, 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 no. I think I was just young enough at the point where like if people, I did get caught a couple times. You got spotted? Yeah. Oh, tell. You got spotted. Um, sometimes you just have to call the cut client uh, or the company that gave you the job and be like, look, I'm not going to be able to come. I'm going to continue to do this job because I can't bring my car there the to the next. The cover's been blown. Yeah, I can't go to the street. They're going to see my Toyota. They're going to know it's exactly me. Um, or something like that. I remember I had this one time I was out with my dad and we went down this, um, I was, I was on a job with my dad and we went down, we found this guy in this country town sort of thing. And that's what, that already sucks because there's no traffic to try and hide yourself yeah. between. So it's just long, empty roads. And this guy sort of st was going down this long, empty road for a while. And then he took a, an off turn down a bush path kind of thing. And we were like, this is a little bit dodge. He, um, gets down this path of like a couple hundred meters and then just hits the brakes and gets out of the car with two guys and they start rushing at our car. 
uh, starts rushing at my dad's car and um, they look back and uh, I had already done this thing where I, I came up to their, because sometimes if you didn't know whether or not they were in the place, whether or not they were in the house, you would go and knock on their door. And because I was so young looking, I could say, hey, I'm here visiting my auntie. Uh, I was just walking around the block and I noticed that a cat got hit by a car and ran into your bushes. I didn't want to go in your bushes just looking without your permission. So I just wanted to ask you, but there might be a hurt animal in your, and so then they'd come out and bend over looking at, like they say they couldn't bend over or something. They'd start helping you look over in the garden and stuff. So I'd stinging them. So I'd done this to this guy and then he'd, uh, a couple days later caught us down this path road and there was this moment where he looked through the windshield, saw my face and was like, that's the cat kid. <laughs> and then the, my dad just like, he, like a fucking ex-cop like that he is, he fucking whipped the car into reverse, turned around and went, just like a hundred miles back down this road. Oh, I so wanted that story to end with Papa Rivetti going Papa Rivetti. <laughs> no, no, just Gorilla Rivetti. No, you never want to do that as a private investigator. You never want to have a conversation with him, let alone have them put hands on you. Because then you end up in a court case with this fucking person that you're trying to develop evidence for, for their court case. Kind of, it's just a fucking nightmare. <laughs> so you never want to interact with them at all. But I've had people come up to me, get me in a position where I couldn't get away from them. They go, why are you following me? I go, I have no idea what you're talking about because that 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 um, prospect of somebody following you is pretty big. And to like, I mean, if, if they know that they're being followed because they're doing something dodgy, then it's easy for them to believe. But if somebody's not really sure if someone's going to be following them, following them, and they've just seen this random young-looking guy that pops up at all these, it's kind of hard for them to even ask the question: Are you following me? Did you have to dress like a country town kid in a country town? No, no. you didn't take it that seriously. No, no, no. All you'd have to do just don't wear something that is too bright in the car. You just know speak I mean? like a prospector. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there was a couple of jobs like that, but um, but yeah, no, that was that was fucking that was an interesting little period kind of thing. I fucking uh, I fucked that up. <laughs> if I would have been, if I we would have never have met, uh, had I done well and continue with that job uh, unless I would have investigated you for some of the fraudery that you <laughs> and we are back yes sorry Bob mm-hmm. <laughs> so guys um Sam I'm here with uh, Sam Menzies and Tiana uh, um Sam have you ever had a fight with a girl a, f- a fight with a girl yes like physical, a physical confrontation. altercation yes like uh, sister and s- sister or schoolgirl when I was like in year one, year two, maybe. Did you win? No, Emily Scavada <laughs> fucked me up actually, and then her big sister, her big sister Amy, <laughs> fucked me up too. She, she, she Wait, was fucking me, me up, happened. and she got she got reinforcements. And then her dad, Victor Scavada, was oh, the no. year three teacher, fucked me up too. Like, he didn't beat me up, but he gave me like a blue card, which means go to the principal. <laughs> you, <laughs> I got you, fucked up three you got, times. You took two L's from my daughters. Take a third now, you idiot. Uh, <laughs> I, would, no, I wouldn't I, have I given shoved, you this. If I you would have beaten Emily. up one of them, if you would have gone one and one, I wouldn't have given you this. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you ask me these things? <laughs> for, that, for, that, for this very purpose. Uh, uh, Tiana, have you ever beaten up a girl? Have you ever been beaten up by a girl? I haven't even got to think about that. You no. Ever, you ever been in a fight not, with a woman? No. Not, no, all verbal, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you said woman. <laughs> um, no. Okay. Well, you're Never not living. To that stage. Uh, well, that's not true, actually. I watched you do it. Um, but uh, but not, uh, not, not outside the ring. No. Not a, any kind of street fight. No. Oh. 
you're, you're, you're indicating at me like, no, not in any street fight or otherwise. Okay. No registered matches. Just, <laughs> no. Wanted to, just wanted to double How check. How about you, Elliot? Um, I w- I, yeah, I did actually. This is actually just for Elliot so we can talk about other fights he's been in. That's what this whole podcast is about. The purpose of asking us yeah, a question yeah. is to say how about you. Yeah. You're like one of those po- shitty how is your day people <laughs> just so you can tell us about. Please, no, go on. This whole podcast is just for me to bring people on here that I deem that are normal so that I can normalize <laughs> my insanities and just be like, you guys do this right. Anyway. <laughs> I'm uh, beginning to understand Tom. Yeah, Tom. Which you've called me four times today. I know, I Freudian slip so hard. I'm Looking, well, the, the, what we're doing, this episode is all about finding a new Tom. It could no, be... No, admit you miss Tom. I, I, of course I miss Tom. The people miss Tom. <laughs> but, we, but like, you know, good riddance. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> Tommy Irreplaceables. Tommy Good Riddance, yeah. Tommy... Uh, Elliot's to had to get three people on the same podcast to fill in Tom's yeah, 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 yeah. And you guys don't even make up a quarter, you <laughs> idiots. You'll never hold a candle to Tom. <laughs> Tommy to the left. Uh, Tommy, all your stuff is in the box to the left. Uh, is uh, doing his thing right now. And we're looking for a, a replacement. Um, we're going to need to clip together three different individuals just to make up one Tom. Um, and it's not going to. It's not going to. It's gonna. It's, in fact, it's going to diminish me as well. <laughs> and I, I've, I've been recording these podcasts being like... Uh, any kind of uh, any kind of momentum you built, Elliot, it's over. <laughs> Elliot's been recording podcasts since like nine o'clock this morning. What's the time now? It's like five thirty. The sun's down. The sun's <laughs> trying down. To, trying to fill that void. Time. I miss. Yeah, oh, <laughs> we miss you. Straight up. No, but I was also like, people like, aren't you tired? And I'm like, no, I'm fine. <laughs> I just like uh, doing, doing it. <laughs> uh, At the rate that you rip bongs on this podcast, how about yeah. Tommy snitching you out for ripping bongs on the podcast? How about you? How about you? <laughs> I had a conversation with Tom. I was like, uh, can we not? Um, I was like, look, I'm not going to lie that I'm doing it. If they hear it in the background, great. But I'm not going to talk about it. And I'd rather you don't. And uh, he's done a really good job of doing that. And you have just broken. Hey, man, this is an undisclosed location. They could tell where I am from that bong. <laughs> All right, <laughs> it could be like a don't fuck with cats. Tommy situation. snitches strikes in his absence. He has people everywhere. Yeah. Now the reason I ask you about you uh, fighting a girl is because in the next podcast that's going to be coming out. Uh, so from this one, it'll probably last Thursday, um, and we are on Saturday at the moment. So it's going to be this Thursday coming out. It's um, I talk about fighting a family of women plus one guy. <laughs> in primary school. So excited. <laughs> in primary school. Well, they were all. Um, they, no, it was in primary school. It was a, it was a family of indigenous, um, mainly indigenous women that have all repeated the years multiple times each. And the youngest one was a young man. Uh, uh, I'll say the names. It was uh, J- Jalia, Yolanda, and Puja. And uh, we'd all and they knew we were Aboriginal, my brother and I. And they they treated us like we were Aboriginal, but they also treated us like we were scum Aboriginal. You know what I mean? Like they just uh, really. And so it all came to a fucking boiling point on the schoolyard. And, um, Where the fuck was Rowie when it's family v family? He was there. Oh, was he throwing? Yeah, oh, he had. Fuck a, yeah, Rowie. Rowie got. Rowie I should have known. Rowie, <laughs> yeah. Rowie. Um, I got Rowie. Um, oh man, I remember. I didn't mention this in the last one, but um, Puja, uh, the family was like they'd practice their fighting. Like they'd all, one would throw a punch and the other one would like sweep the leg. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, like, like, what's that called in WWE? They tag team. Yeah. Yeah, they they were the uh, champs, and uh, so these guys. I remember Jalea. She was um the she was uh, there was one fam like the middle like one was Hobbs and Shaw. The me- the middle one was like I could only describe her as like a pear. She was like huge in the middle, skinny on top and bottom kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like she had like a pear with legs kind of thing, and uh, and then the. the Jalea, the oldest one, she had like a moustache. She smelt like worse <laughs> than like a trucker. She like, she just, she would play touch football with the guys. 
and uh, or like you know, and 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 when you touched her, it'd be like you know, uh, tackle. She'd be like, "Don't fucking touch me," kind of thing, and like threaten all the guys, and even the Tongan guys would be like, "Jesus Christ, she's a beast." And um. Uh, I remember she hit me with a shoulder, knocked me to the ground, and then her brother, Puja, had wanted, for some reason, a glass Coke bottle, like a 1950s glass Coke bottle. So <laughs> I hit the ground, my head kind of like whips back, comes forward, and as I come forward, I see a glass bottle coming at me, and it misses my head just to the left and smashes on the so floor next to me. this is a common trend for you. And so uh, I was like, these guys have like planned out their attacks, Jesus. And I remember this uh, Maori kid that I was friends with, he was the best, Vakakupu. He uh, picked me up by the back, by the backpack and lifted me up and just goes, get the fuck, we're getting the fuck out of here. And like ran me to the principal's office and uh, which came to the culmination of how the episode, the last episode got named. I uh, said the, the most ridiculous white shit you've ever said in your life, a 12 year old trying to be valiant. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> You're getting taken down with choreographed fighting. Oh dude, I was getting- With um, vintage cola. I got in my swings and stuff. Um, this I, it, it all started because uh, the the middle girl Yolanda. She goes. She goes. You're a you're a cunt. And I said, You're calling me what you have. And she walked up to me very chilled and grabbed my throat. <laughs> 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 and it all started. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And it's a very, Dude, what uh, plays in your sorry. What uh, plays in your head when you get grabbed by the throat? How old were you? Twelve. Yeah, around then. Yeah. What 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 do, you, what do you think? Do you do you panic? Do you flail? Luckily, um, luckily I planned. Do you it. squeal? I mentioned this in the last episode, but my dad and I we would talk about bullies, um, and how I was going to handle them in the kitchen of our li- of our house. So we'd go, we'd be talking in the kitchen and say, um, like uh, I'd be like, Dad, I got this bully. You know, and my dad, I'd be like, Okay, how tall is he? How heavy is he? Um, are we going to go leg kicks or a choke out? You know what I mean? We'd like plan like a, a game plan for the bully, and this was a big problem because these were girls. Dude, you're choreographing your fights yeah. back on people with choreographed no, fights. No, no, it wasn't choreographed. It was planned. It was a game plan. Like, how are we going to handle this? Um, and then um, uh, I remember one time we used to, like, spar in the kitchen. And I remember one time I was at a tournament uh, once when I was little. And my I was with, fighting this guy and I wasn't engaging. And my dad yelled out, Elliot, just like in the kitchen. <laughs> and everyone just laughed in the fucking whole, in the whole gym. And everyone was just laughing there. there. But he was just like, yeah, we used to fucking fight and game plan in the kitchen. I broke this down in the last podcast, but um, I added a few more details for you here tonight. Uh, so how did that end? She grabbed your throat and then what? We ended up, uh, it turned into a huge brawl, like punches being thrown, um, bottle was smashed. Um, and then my brother and I were pulled out like uh, by a bunch of people. They, they like, no one would touch them. Like no one would mm. touch them. They're like a fucking serious. There's like the Manson family, and like uh, so then they just separated us. We ended up in the principal's office again. Um, I I had been there was a point where literally even I agreed. There was um Jenny Leesman who was my principal in primary school. Um, she was also my German teacher in primary school. Uh, she said to me, Elliot, what are we gonna do about you just showing up in this? Like you uh, you were consistently in my office for fights. Like what are we gonna do? Like you've been in the school for a couple of uh, terms and uh, you, you're the biggest, like I was just like, um, cause I came just from homeschool, came straight from homeschool and that was my first school kind of thing. So then I went to there for three terms and then to Paddington public school for the last term. Cause my dad started dating this uh, really rich girl Fuck yeah. and we all moved into this big house in Paddington. And um, I went to Paddington just before I went to Rose Bay. It's the reason I went to Rose Bay, but I was going to Tempe public school and um, I went to there for three terms and just could not keep my hands off other kids. <laughs> but <laughs> what were it, was also, it was also them, like, uh, what the kid, the- The, the three, the, Yolanda. Yola- Yolanda was the middle, Jalia was the oldest, and Puja was the it was the boy, the, mid, the Dude, youngest. where are they now? Or where do you suppose they are now? 
um, I don't know, running the common chairs. <laughs> I, like, I have no idea. <laughs> Dead or in the common chairs. Next Friday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we are back for the joke of the week. Uh, guys, we have the final moments here. We'd love to write us off. We've got Tiana Ugachaga Chagare. Uh, 2-0 uh, amateur fighter. Uh, <laughs> that annoys you when I say that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, comedian Sam, one of my best friends, Hackpacker. Uh, one of the first Hackpackers. The first Hackpacker outside of Tom that has been on the podcast. Um, is going to be doing our farewell weekly joke. Uh, Sam, uh, take it away. As, as a special treat, this joke was actually submitted to me by uh, Brother Tremendous Tom Wickham. Really? Very oh, much wow. so. Uh, so. When was this? Uh, via text yesterday. Mm. So, <clears throat> are you are you ready? He's paying attention. Can I get a click? Click. He notices me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he misses. <sighs> All right. Uh, women are like condoms. They spend more time in your wallet than on your dick. There you go, Tom. All right. Well, look. You know. <laughs> They can't all be winners. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, guys. Tom, where are you? <laughs> Tom, where you at? Uh, this is the end of the tremendous podcast, guys. The cry um, for help podcast. <laughs>